0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of the Cannabis Cannasaur Podcast. My name is Jack Stone. We are here with Ryan Chavez, the other half of the Cannabis Cannasaur Podcast, where we talk about the medical benefits of cannabis. Today, we have a big topic for you guys. We got a lot of good data and uh, research that we're going to present to you guys today. So, Ryan, tell them what we got going on.
1: Hey, guys. Welcome back. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about bipolar disorder and cannabis. You know, some of the pros, cons, and, you know, what you could be considering uh, if if you suspect you yourself or someone, your one of your loved ones, which is probably more likely the case, has this uh, issue. So we're going to jump into that today, Jack, because we haven't talked about, we talk about mental disorders. Uh, we've done this in the past you know anxieties and depressions um but we 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 haven't so much talked about bipolar disorder uh specifically so we're going to talk about that um why is this topic important well jack what are your thoughts
0: yeah so i think bipolar is kind of like a misunderstood thing you got like uh you know it's got like different levels you know you've got the was a manic and then you got like the depressed and you got like the there's different there's different versions of it but i feel like with with uh bipolar disorder it's like you know i think the first thing i think of is like before i did a lot of research or we all started jumping in is like that intense like uh that friend or that or when you were if maybe it's you when you just you're really intense like you're very right now you're chill 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 and all of a sudden whoa! i'm going crazy you know it's like uh very like you go from one level to the next really really quick so i think that's um yeah i think it's a lot zero to a
1: hundred real quick
0: right right yeah so So zero to
1: a hundred real quick yeah it's 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 true man it's um I, i think it's very misunderstood for sure and the reason why it's important is because about 3% of Americans uh, have this problem, which is about 2.3 million, um, somewhere around there. Like yeah, two, I, I see an
0: says four, so I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty accurate, yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, it, it all depends on the data and what you're looking at, but it, yeah. it's a significant amount of Americans that have it. And out of that amount of people that have it, up to twenty-five, somewhere between 25 and 60% of those people, depending on studies— at least twenty five percent typically try and commit suicide, yeah. and on top of that, it's it's also debilitating for families and friends, right? Like, so, so that's this is actually something that I I, I know that I've um, been exposed to, you know, personally, and it's uh, it's just frustrating. You, you you can't really understand it, and the person themselves absolutely has to go get help, right? Like, that's that's like the only way that really like they have to come to terms with it themselves. And they have to, cause it's one of those things where you can leave the horse to the water, but the horse has to drink themselves. Right. And so it's, a very difficult um, situation to work with because you often love these people, right. <laughs> that are going through these, these episodes and, and often at the same time, their episodes could be detrimental and, and, and impacting your life in ways that aren't convenient for a lot of people. Right. And, and aren't, aren't, um, optimal, I should say as well. Right. So it's, it's, it really, you know, and, and then the person, the people that are affected by it go through the guilt, right. They go through the guilt of, you know, maybe pushing this person away and and not wanting to really push that person away because they're family or friends or whatever it may be. So it's a disorder that is, is really unfortunate. And it would be great if there is a way that, you know, people can be assisted with, with this stuff. And, and so we're going to go into a little bit more as to why um, a lot of this occurs and, and, you know, what you should be looking out for if, if you suspect that one of your own loved ones or friends um, may have uh, bipolar disorder, which, you know, is also called BD. If you hear us start saying that, because that's an easier thing to say sometimes, <laughs> but if <laughs> abbreviations. Um, so, like you said, Jack, bipolar disorder (BD) is sometimes called manic depressive disorder, and um, it's characterized by just dramatic shifts in moods, like you were talking about energy levels, activity levels, and just really overall can affect a person's um, day-to-day routines and how they can carry those out. And traditional remedies for bipolar disorder—I mean, this this may be the the worst part about the whole thing—is that. Um, Mood mood stabilizers like lithium and antidepressants and sleeping tablets and anticonvulsants, they're typically prescribed uh, to patients with BD. But unfortunately, they have heavy effects and and also can debilitate your life in a negative way. And so um, a lot of these medications leave people, you know, patients unable to really operate in that optimal way that they want to. And because bipolar disorder is so complex, and it hits so many different, like ailments, right? And it it creates so many different types of ailments, you start kind of going into this thing where you're just kind of masking these things, and you're piling medication on top of medication, which just isn't good for the human body. And it isn't ideal for the human body, right? To be just, you know, trying to get back to that point, but you're just, you know, it's just kind of like a never ending road of just masking symptoms from the medications with other medications. So, um, you know, they also have people that will self-medicate. You'll see this a lot. And and this is what I've experienced personally is self-medication with it. Um, and it's, it's not the best way for sure, whether it's cannabis or it's alcohol, I've seen it with alcohol, Uh, which is probably worse. Uh, It could be worse. I I don't even want to say that. Because if you use THC rich cannabis, and you are prone to these types of episodes, manic episodes, it is not a good combination. (laughs) So, so if you're trying to to self medicate with cannabis, and you don't understand cannabis, don't self medicate with cannabis, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like, just stay away from it until you, you, you listen to this episode and then go get resources after that that we'll talk about, right? Or, or like you talk to somebody that like is a doctor and like or prescribes medications like cannabis, right? So um that's definitely what you should do. Not just go out and try cannabis. Uh, educate yourself a little bit. And just the other thing that's kind of tricky about this thing is that it takes years to diagnose and it's often misdiagnosed as like ADHD or because ADHD is kind of like, ah, like, you know, they go, you know, up and down the energy levels and it, it can be bipolar disorder, right? And so, um, it could be misdiagnosed, mis, uh, medicated, right? And so, um we want to make sure, you know, and it's also do two different types of bipolar disorder. It's bipolar disorder one and two, which are characterized by the different types of episodes that happen within those types of disorders. Right. Um, so it's just a very complex emotional, mental, physical, uh, system, right. Physiological like problem. And it it really requires good care and, and good medical care for sure. And a holistic approach, I would say. Um, they don't really know fully why it occurs, and that's like unfortunate. That you know, we need to kind of figure out more. But there is a theory, a common theory, that it has something to do with the dopamine system that may play a role in the development of, of, of uh, bipolar disorders. So the dopamine system, as we know, helps with pleasure. Um, it affects or impacts motivation, it impacts learning. So and a lot of the manic phases of these episodes, what they found and in, in a lot of this research is that there's excessive dopamine in the manic phase when you're going through when you have bipolar disorder, when you're going through an episode. And so what they saw because of that is after the you know the, the dopamine surge, there was a huge drop in dopamine after that, which so we're seeing which is causing the swings in moods. And that is what we're seeing. We're seeing a dopamine a chemical effect in the body that's just not regulated, right? That's what we're seeing. And it's causing, it seems to be causing these bipolar manic episodes. So where does cannabis come in? Right? So this is, again, like I say, sometimes where the rubber meets the road <laughs> with the show. Uh, and uh, we talk about regulating systems. I mean, if you've listened to the show before, um, even just a little bit, you know, that we talk a lot about the endocannabinoid system and it's the master regulator for everything, every other system in your body, right? Um, so whether or not your heart is beating regularly, if you have, you know, um, uh, like an issue there or if, if, um, like respiratory things or, uh, uh immune things, right? The immune, immune, um, system issues. So whatever the problem is, uh, we find that homeostasis is what's needed to bring that to bring things back into balance, and homeostasis is regulated by your internal endocannabinoid system. So this is it, um, and it also, you know, your, your your endocannabinoid system and homeostasis plays a role in the inputs of when you're like processing information, how that information is filtered in your brain, right? and therefore how you end up reacting to that information. So um, it, it, it's, it's, it's really interesting. And CBD as well has also been shown to be a partial activator for the dopamine receptors on top of interacting with the endocannabinoid system, right? So, so CBD uh, already we're seeing has applications that can assist with the regulation of the dopamine system possibly. And the other thing that was interesting that I was reading, Jack, is that inflammation also plays a role in uh, the, the bipolar disorder and and how that process, you know, ebbs and flows, right? Um, so because of that, CBD is obviously another option that we'd want to be considering to help us with bipolar disorder because if inflammation, what they saw with inflammation is those procytokine cytokine. Um, storms, right? The inflammatory storms that we've talked about actually last episode or a few episodes ago with asthma. Um, and also when we talk about COVID, right? And, and the immune system and colds, that cytokine storm that occurs in the body is, is, what ca- is part of the infl- inflammatory process, right? And so what they found is that during manic episodes, those same cytokines are at higher levels, which shows those inflammatory cytokines are at higher levels, showing that during manic episodes, there's some form of inflammation that's happening. And then when the manic episode is over, the inflammation and those cytokine markers, they don't see them anymore. And so that showed that there's something happening with inflammation as well when the bipolar disorder is happening. So if that's happening, now we're thinking CBD for all kinds of things. The endocannabinoid system, the fact that it helps with the dopamine Uh, system, and it plugs into those receptors. And we're talking about inflammation and how inflammation seems to be playing a role. And CBD obviously helps with inflammation. We're starting to see that CBD is, you know, out of all the different cannabinoids that we can consider CBD, CBG, THC. um, THC is actually not the one you want to be considering, unlike last episode, where we talked about asthma, and CBD is going to be our guy again. (laughs) So yeah, it's, And it's so fundamental, man. It's like, this is like, THC can be so detrimental. So like sometimes we'll be reading these, I was reading some of the research that we'll be posting in the notes as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of the research will talk about how THC does not help with bipolar disorder, or it'll talk about how marijuana does not help with bipolar disorder. But when I was reading through those same research papers, I couldn't figure out for many of them what they were using. Were they using THC? Were they were marijuana? Marijuana typically means THC involved, right? Um if they said hemp, then I would know that they're talking about a plant with less than 0.3% THC. But they said marijuana, so this could mean that the person is probably that they're talking about using high THC strains, which is not recommended for stuff like this. Right? Like if you're we, we talk about the episodes that happen, you know, the freakout episodes of using high THC strains. That is completely not what you want to be yeah, medicating with if you have bipolar thing. disorder too or manic episodes, right? THC so like no bueno. No bueno. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so um, it, it's, it it's interesting how, like, depending on really, like, last episode, we were talking about if you have breathing issues, research is showing that THC and pinene are really, really awesome when you put them together. And CBD didn't really have much effect at all, didn't have a negative effect, never really does, didn't have a much of effect, right? So like maybe inflammation, that's always a thing with CBD, that helps. Um, but this episode, it's the complete opposite. So depending on what your ailments are and what you're needing to be treating, on a day to day, week to week, month to month basis, whatever we're looking at, your, your method of use should be usually just ebbing and flowing. I've said that word. I've said that phrase already a few times, Um, but it should be like changing. It should be evolving, right? Because you're not always going to be staying the same because your environment is typically going to be changing, which is going to be placing additional stressors on you, which is going to change you as well. So you need to change with your environment. And that's what this is kind of all about. um, And why we're seeing CBD in this episode, much more prevalent than THC, like we have in other episodes. So, This doesn't mean really at the same time, Jack, that you would want to eliminate all THC. Maybe you would. There was something that we'll post. Um, There was a case study that we were looking at that showed that uh, the woman that self-medicated with, she she was having manic episodes up to the point where she was suicidal. Uh, It was a Project CBD episode we were reading. And um, what I, what, like she just tried CBD one day. She was in one of those areas where it's not very common to be able to get cannabis she tried CBD and immediately she was good. Like within that day, she felt better. And that CBD usually takes a little bit more time, but it also can be fast acting typically when you add THC, right? Um, So, you know, it, it just, it goes to show that, you know, it is effective, it could be effective. And it also, you know, CBD is not something that has a ton of risk. Like there's nothing that we've seen with CBD that that is, is high risk. So um, the other thing too that was terpenes, that was the other thing I was reading in my research. Um, like pinene, limonene, myrcene, like a lot of these things, especially like myrcene, if you're gonna use THC for bipolar disorder, definitely use myrcene strains, which, is, which will be a THC strain, like relaxing, right? <laughs> um, so you go to sleep. Uh, but typically, you know, you, you want to keep that to a minimum, but, um, I don't know, Jack, like, what were you saying with the research? I know you did a ton of research yeah, too on this. I did didn't wanna... you see anything different or... a
0: couple things. So there's a bunch of studies on this. First of all, bipolar is obviously, as we've been discussing, is very complex. And if you want to get to the root of it, it's like, okay, how do people get bipolar disorder? And there is a lot of different factors. Um, it stems from a combination of environmental, biological, and genetic factors. Um, another, So based off that, there, there's some studies back in 2017. And this is an article that I have read from the medical news today, which I have in the link. But from the Alcohol and Drug Abuse Institute, there's a report that found a link between cannabis and use in the following health issues – So this is, so there's obviously there's, these are different research, different things that we've looked into. So different things. Um, But from this one, this study, uh, developing bipolar at an early age, uh, longer or worse manic episodes, higher likelihood of suicide attempts, rapid cycling or quickly shifting from manic to depressive episodes, suicide uh, ideation in people who were heavy users of THC. Um, yeah. so yeah, this is, this is a report and basically it's just it's people using cannabis, but it, it we don't know exactly how much THC is, as Ryan was saying earlier. So, uh, it, it sounds like this is definitely, um, it says THC in here, THC strains, but at the same time, it's just be careful, we, you know, understand what you're consuming and what you have going on. Obviously, you know, you do want to speak to a physician, seek help, psychologists, psychiatrists, people that can you can talk it out to. Um, there's another study uh, from t- 2011 found that people with bipolar, bipolar disorder who engaged in problematic cannabis use had higher levels of disability and more manic depressive and, and psychoactive symptoms. So this is in 20, 2011. Now there's another, we, we got other positive, there's some positive effects to cannabis.
1: Well, and, and I just want to point out, like, like when you look at these studies, you is it THC or CBD, right? Like, yeah. and, and I would almost put guarantee these studies that would say problematic cannabis use linked to bipolar disorder are talking about high THC strains that would exacerbate that issue. And and so, yes, do not jump into, like you just said, do not jump into cannabis. But check out CBD and talk to your yeah. doctor about it. Yeah, Don't like
0: do that. there you go. Uh, not all studies. Uh, there's another 2016 study. As people with conditions, bipolar conditions, rate their feelings after use using cannabis. Again, we don't know exactly how much or what strains. Within four hours of using the drug, people reported the following: less anger, less tension, less depression, higher energy levels. Other studies suggest cannabis can improve brain function in some people with bipolar disorder. So, there's a study uh, in 2010 which looked at 133 people with. Uh, with bipolar conditions stated that the participants who used cannabis had improved reasoning speed attention and memory um, obviously you know cannabis is we, we we have episodes in cannabis and anxiety and, and depression um, yeah. and and you know they people use that for their mental health uh, issues so it's 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 mixed there's mixed mix mix articles here with what it does but it just It comes down to heavy THC use, it seems like, uh, as a consensus with these articles, it seems. So you want to watch out for those, that heavy THC use. And just like Ryan's saying, if you're going to dabble here and try to treat it, CBD is definitely the way you want to start, it seems. Uh, (laughs) Talk to your doctor, friends, uh, therapists, you know, get help. If you you know you have bipolar, you think you do, you want to get help. Uh, And I actually... I have something a little bit more light here. Ryan, I have a question if you're going to play a little. So, uh, is there any celebrities that you think suffer from bipolar, live or dead? Just out, just out of curiosity.
1: I have no idea. I don't. I, I honestly, I don't think I would have. Probably, Yeah, sure. Like, probably. Is there I any? think they all do.
0: <laughs> a lot of them. So, fun. we got... Uh, Frank Sinatra actually was diagnosed with uh, bipolar syn- syndrome. Yeah, uh, yeah, I bet. We got uh, no. Mariah Carey, uh, Carrie Fisher from Star Wars, Demi Lovato, Russell Brand is bipolar. Oh, and Kurt Cobain. Yeah. So, just throwing it out there, you know, Mel Gibson.
1: It's, yeah, like incredibly talented people, right? Yeah. Like, there's just like it, it's 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 a really like it's interesting because there's, there's a destructive and a constructive side to everybody. And, yep. and it's like, when you're, when you, when you suffer from these things, um, I just find often like you'll, you know, you may go through these pendulum swings, but the constructive side of those swings are enormously constructive, right? Like, and I don't know why that is. It's just something that I've observed right throughout my life that it just, these are like, people that have been very successful and and yeah. there's so many of them right that have this and and but but still at the same time you know everything we do on the show is to try and promote optimization yeah. right these people are incredibly successful they have very happy lives but they can all optimize right and and, and not only that the, the way they can optimize is by like like if they're optimized the impact that they have on the people around them five tenfold is optimized, right? Like that aura of good energy is like opti- so. Like that's kind of what we're talking about: is that ripple effect? Yeah, and and that's what bipolar disorders really like challenge is is just you know cohesive harmony. <laughs> it really is is what it is, and and again, like I've you know I I, I have I've had it, in personally in my life. And it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's just very frustrating Um, is probably the best way to describe it from somebody who, you know, I don't believe it's something that I suffer from, but just, you know, being a secondary, I guess, from, you know, the other person, it's hard, you know, it's just, uh, it's very frustrating and hard and and it's hard to support that, um, to continue to support that person. So. Uh, but you, you often have to as much as you can, you know, because they, it's, it's, it's what's needed to get that person where they need to be. And, you know, once they get to the help they need, you get incredibly impactful human beings after that, like a lot of the, the, you know, the people you just mentioned. So it's, um you know, to get help as well, we taught, you know, talk to your doctor, um, you know, don't just jump into cannabis again. If you're going to jump into cannabis, you decide I'm going to jump into cannabis. I want it for, okay, if you're going to do it like, I'm just, I would say my, my, like, if I were doing it, I would use high CBD, like full spectrum, high CBD stuff. That's what I would do. But again, like, if you have this, you need to talk to your doctor, you got to go to therapy. Um, Somebody, you know, the other things too: American Psychiatric Association, we're going to put all these links on there. brain and behavior research foundation, International Society for Bipolar Disorders, National Institute of Mental Health and National Alliance of Mental Illness. These are all places that are free resources that we're going to post on the show as well, uh, to assist with, with, uh, with, with those issues, um, and help you get the, the, the assistance that you need to get better. So, um, I hope this was impactful for you out there. If you find a loved one, a family friend that, that, you know, can, you know, possibly want, you know, considering an alternative option from these heavy medications that they may be taking, um, or their loved one may be taking, uh, definitely share share the information. Uh, check out these links. Um, talk to your doctor. And uh, again, our only goal on this show, Jack, as always, is to, you know, just keep a positive vibe moving and optimize everything that we are trying to do on a day-to-day. We hope we did that today.
0: 100%. Jack, this where can a, they find us? is a complex topic, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it's, yeah, man. it's good that we, you know, people have asked about it so we wanted to look into it dive in and uh yeah check it out but yeah thanks for listening guys uh you can find us at the cannabis uh at gmail.com if you want to email us questions if you have suggestions for episodes or if you just have a really cool story instagram the cannabis c the cannabis and letter c and same thing we get a lot of messages there too so yeah feel free let us know share your stories if we're helping, we, we want to hear that too. We really appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks, guys. See you next week.